Well, that's fixed. I hope. Let's go. Live from the BiffNet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas, it's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian, Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. Turn my mic up. Yeah, what the C, 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 see how it does me? See how it does me? I've been having tech problems all morning. Test one, two, three. There we go. Test one, two, three. Okay. See, I've been having problems. Let me explain what happened. The reason we started late, tech issues. Uh... Tech issues because last night I uh, I recorded with Kiki Maroon. I did her podcast. I'm still checking the levels here. Okay, I think I'm good now. I don't know why it would be that low, though. That's so weird. That's super strange. Oh, well. I think the mic's good now. Um, yeah, I did, a, I did Kiki Maroon's podcast last night, and she does it through, uh, what's it called? Um, not, uh, what the hell is the name of the discord? She records through the discord and I've never used audio or video on the discord. And so I was finagling things and doing things. And I think I ended up fucking it all up. Um, so hopefully this works out. Okay. But this would be why, uh, we're having some issues getting rolling this morning. And of course, microphone issues and their everything else. What's up, Jado? Jado says, so this really works. Yeah, the Twitch really works. And I even see your chat messages now. I even see your chat messages now. So is my, is my mic back to normal? I feel like it's a little hot now. I see it peeking out, uh, hitting the little red lines there a little bit. But I think this is okay here. All right. Hey, look. lot to get to. Let's just start off uh, right away. I don't have any, I don't have any sad music. Yeah, I don't. I don't have any sad music. I wanted to play some sad music for CC because uh, I feel bad for CC sent me a Venmo before the show started and <laughs> her Venmo, she sent me $5. Thank you, CC. You're the best and the sweetest. And she said, now I know how the rest of y'all feel each year and it hurts. So I'll take my loss with sadness, sadness, hashtag roll motherfucking tide roll. 
<laughs> Poor Cece. Listen, chat, be, be nice to Cece. She's not used to losing. She's not used to her team that she so vehemently cheers for uh, losing, especially college. You know, if she was an Aggie fan, she would be used to this, but she's not. So please take it easy on her. Please, please have some, some T's and P's, some thoughts and prayers for CC. Uh, we got a lot of first timers over on the chat. Like it's uh, on the Twitch, like it's been around forever. It's funny. They tell you, oh, this is the first time chatter. Joe pro Joe pro buddy. How'd you get on Twitch? Good for you. I didn't know he could do it during the day. I knew it at night. Uh, Charles Gars is over there. Is there a choke emoji? Oh, ho, ho. what up, deckheads? That's from Truck Driver Pookie. Uh, Jay Doe, so this really works. Yes. And I have a mod over there. Matt Poche is the mod over there for now. So we at least have one mod. No, not that kind of thoughts and prayers. No, not that kind of that hoe over there thoughts. Sean said, I was bummed that Bama lost, but I called Georgia by double digits. I wish I was a gambler because I, I would have cleaned up these last few weeks. Yeah, I just got to apologize to all the, the, the Bama fans, uh, CC and everybody else. Uh, this loss clearly, clearly is on my shoulders. Has nothing to do with offense, defense, special teams, Bill O'Brien, Nick Saban. <sighs> Um, I'm a jinx. I'm a jinx. And, uh, yeah, I, I said they would win by double digits. I said 10 and they lost by what a lot. I mean, it was, it was closer, obviously than, than the score would indicate because of that late INT, but still Georgia did their thing. Georgia did their thing. Uh, so we're going to get into it. I promise we're going to talk about the game. If you guys want to talk about the game, I'm sure CC doesn't want to talk about the game, and that's okay. Uh, we'll get to a little bit of that. I have a lot of stuff on the rundown that might interest you guys today. I've got a ton of video, by the way. I've got a post-game presser from Nick Saban, which you are not going to want to miss. If you hate Nick Saban, you don't want to miss it. If you love Nick Saban, you don't want to miss it. I've got video of Bill O'Brien absolutely losing his mind because they didn't convert on a third down. I've got a film session for you today. What? Let's go. Yeah, we're back with a film session. That's going to be fun. I've got the greatest block in the history of the world. World, world, world. I can't do that now because the microphone's too high. Uh, but yeah, I've got, a, uh, I've got the greatest block I've ever seen. It's got to be by far the greatest block I've ever seen. So I've got video of that for you. Plus, we'll talk a little bit of uh, Rockets, some news about John Wall, and some NFL stuff. We'll talk about uh, somebody ranked the head coaching jobs that are available. And I thought, oh, that'd be a good discussion to have with the chat. See what you guys think about it. Uh, and then we'll talk about um, the Broncos specifically looking for the head coach. They've just basically said everybody. Fucking janitor. Uh, they're like, hey, Pat McAfee, you free? We want to interview you too. So I'll give you the list over there. Look at Joe Pro. Uh, uh, in the in the YouTubes and in the um, in the Twitches. All right, let's do it. Let's get to let's get to the greatest decade in the history of the world. Oh shit! What? 
This is so so fancy. This is so professional. I'm gonna have a little like intro eventually, and then we're gonna cut to. But right now, this will do. Yeah, we got a little background music. Hey, shout out to my guy. Francisco Abarca, you, sir, are the greatest deckhead in the history of the world, at least for the next hour and 47 minutes. Ugh, the late starts got me all messed up. Congratulations, Cisco. Thank you for being the first of the chat. Thank you for having the who first the super chat. Yeah, who the fuck is that guy? Thank you for the first like. Triple crown, Jeff Bell, mark it down. Uh, yeah, it's Francisco, first in the chat. Speaking of the chat, let's get to the chat, shall we? Zoom out! Everybody's in. Now I gotta do two chats. Oh, man, I'm like, I'm like two chains. Bitch, I'm two chats. Okay, I gotta write that down. That could be, that could be something. There could be something there. Uh, bitch, hold on. I gotta write it down exactly like I said it. Bitch. I'm two chats. Okay. I'm going to do absolutely nothing with that. <laughs> Tony said, do they have high speed internet and high? Yeah, it's high speed H Y E. <laughs> all right. Donna said, move it all to Twitch. Donna said, fuck this YouTubes. Uh, I got to tell you. So last night talking to, oh, let me do the chat real quick. And then I'll, I'll, I'll bring that up, Donna. But uh, Donna was in early. CC was in early. Cisco was here. Fidel. <laughs> that's funny steven the weather guy flip what's up heartthrob i got uh sandoval crystal uh who else steven the weather guy i already got that sorry flip i got who else damn it it's observed joe pro was here early alex villa the and justin swinford and that handsome son of a bitch tony garza look at that 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 big fat round face handsome son of a bitch. hey jen jen's here thank goodness some law and order around these parts. Sandoval in H-Town, what's up, dude? Who else? Uh, over on the Twitch side. So this is all. B's going to have his Georgia shirt on. Oh, shut up, Flip. No. I don't I don't flip. That's your name. Heartthrob, what's up, dude? Good to see you. Josh Fernandez, what's up, man? How are you? Uh, who else? Charles Garza. And uh, what page am I on? Damn it, I can never keep track of this. Let's see, who else? Yeah, looks like that's it. We've got a nice little Matt uh, Potch is here, Potch Gaming. Ben, what's up, Ben? I didn't see you there. Good to see you, buddy. Thanks for thanks for hanging out. we got Crystal and Heartthrob over on Twitch. Who's on Podbean? we got it all over the goddamn... Pl oh, my God. <sighs> Fuck you, dude. Got this fucking asshole... Oh my god. I gotta get this off the chat. I don't even want to see that on my goddamn window. These racist motherfuckers on Podbean. I swear to god. You dumb cracker bitch. Fuck you. You racist piece of shit. Don't go to Podbean. They get racist over there. Where are all my goddamn mods at? How did the mods not take care of that? Keith is over there. Eric's over there. Titan Hugo's over there. Jared Taylor's over there. Some racist asshole is over there. All right, let's move it on. Let's get, let's, let's just move on. Let's just go. I mean, just, I mean, if we're going to get racist assholes, we were all here at 2 p.m. Shut up. No, you weren't, Rob. You're a goddamn liar. You're a damn liar, Rob. 
I may just move. I may just kill the Podbean if this racist dude doesn't stop showing up all the goddamn time. You know it's a white dude with a little dick. That's that, that's the only reason white guys are racist. Okay, that's not the only reason. I'm not killing the Podbean yet, but it's really making me mad. What's up, Stephen Luther? Okay, let's talk about so. Uh, we talked about Twitch and then the tech problems I had last night. I did Kiki Maroon's podcast. We talked about a lot of things. One of the other things we talked about was uh, moving over to Twitch, and we, you know, we talked about eventually. That's probably where I'll be. She loves it, and I, I, I blocked him, Demon. I can't ban him, but I blocked him. I, uh, I, I even talked about the fact that you know I think a lot of this came about just out of necessity, being on YouTube, doing it from two to four p.m. All of these different things. And I never really, because I hurried so quickly to get this show launched, I never really evaluated where to do it, how to do it, or whatever. I could do it on YouTube and get paid pretty quick uh, so I could have some income to pay bills. And here we are. So I uh, I will be reevaluating everything. And eventually, I'm guessing, we'll be over on Twitch, at least at some point this year. Uh, if not full-time, at least the, the majority of the time. So hang on for that. And sorry about the tech problems. Uh, as I mentioned, I was trying to do her podcast, and we had issues. Now, let's... Uh, Let's just get to uh, let's just get to it. Let's get to our sports headlines. Let's go. No, oh. that's cool. Just don't even fucking work then. Just don't even work, sports headline guy. Here's your sports headlines for the day. Watson's not interested in Miami now. What? So they say. We're gonna find out if that's true or not. But basically, there's some discussion. What's up, Katie? There's some discussion that Deshaun Watson may not be interested in going to Miami, which was the preeminent destination for him. It was number one on the list. And I don't know, you may have heard that here first, but now apparently he might be changing his mind and your boy might get the scoop on that tomorrow. (laughs) Uh, In the meantime, uh, it kind of would make sense. Brian Flores would make Miami more of a um, interesting destination, I guess you could say. So, yeah, I well, we're going to find out. But uh, right now, that's the talk is that he might not, might not, not a guarantee, but he might not be interested in going to Miami after all. Major League Baseball and the Players Union are going to hold bargaining sessions on Thursday. Also, if you're a baseball fan, do not hold your breath on this. They, they are... Still far apart. Neither side gives a shit. Nobody's in a hurry to acquiesce. Nobody wants to give in to the other person's demands. So this Thursday meeting is just like a, hey, I know we're supposed to talk. Uh, You want to talk? Not really. Do you? Not really. Well, at least we say we talked, even though we don't want to talk. That's that's pretty much what this is. But they are coming back to the bargaining tables, at least. Chauncey Billups said something that I thought was kind of a head scratcher. I wanted to throw on the... uh the headlines for you guys. Chauncey Billups was asked about the Brooklyn Nets. He was asked about their play. And he said specifically that Brooklyn Nets point guard Kyrie Irving was the most skilled point guard in history. History. Not shooting guard, not ball player, not ball handler, not passing guard, not most skilled point guard in history. History of the world, Craig. 
I mean, I guess you could tell by the way that I'm introducing it. I disagree. I think there are a ton of other point guards. I think he's up there. Sure. I, I, I admit, I don't watch a ton of Kyrie Irving, but what I've seen of him, if you, if you disregard the selfishness, if you, if you, if you, um, disregard the off the court things, he's a hell of a basketball player. And the things that you read about Kyrie, I don't watch him every day, like I said, but the things that you see, that you read, that you hear, everything points to Kyrie Irving is a lot better than he ever gets credit for. Okay, cool. But greatest point guard ever? Ugh. Now, maybe I'm reading it wrong because he there is the quote of, quote, most skill. So maybe he's not saying he's the greatest. He just has the most skills. Yeah, that's what I meant, Walt. Like, if you listen to people talk about Kyrie, they're just like, this dude's unbelievable. He's the greatest thing ever. But then you watch it and you see it and you're like, ah. I mean, he's, he's don't get me wrong. He's great. Ever? Ever, ever? Forever, ever? Sean said he's just so unlikable. But yeah, but you can't, you can't take that into account, Sean, when it comes to um skill set you could be unlikable but you could still be a hell of a basketball player or football player or baseball player or whatever it is oh i put up the wrong one no actually it did i didn't do that um sounds like kd talking about harden a little bit a little bit a little bit um <laughs> Fidel said, does he think the ball is flat too? No, obviously he knows. He knows. He does have great handles. Again, I'm not, I'm not discounting, I'm not discounting Kyrie Irving's skills. I'm not discounting his 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 point guard prowess. Let me see. If we pull up a list, best point guards of all time. Let's just pull up a rando list. Because in my mind, immediately I think Steph Curry. And Chris Paul, and I would take Chris Paul over Kyrie Irving any day because you have leadership, because you have defense, offense, passing, shooting. I know he's not a great three-point shooter, but I mean, also let's, let's take into consideration that everywhere Kyrie goes, do they get a lot better? Do they, you know, he's always, I mean, when I think, when I see the job that Chris Paul did in Phoenix, Devin Booker wasn't getting it done as soon as Chris Paul goes there. Rockets get further than they ever get. Why? Chris Paul. To me, Chris Paul is the greatest point guard ever or one of the greatest point guards ever. I mean, Magic Johnson is. Steph Curry's on that list somewhere. Nate Tiny Archibald. Okay. See, I'm just pulling out random ass names. Uh, Oscar Robertson. So here's the list that ESPN has back on. Well, this is 2016. Magic Johnson, one. Oscar Robertson, two. John Stockton, three. Steph Curry, four. Isaiah Thomas, five. Chris Paul, six. Steve Nash, seven. Jason Kidd, eight. Walt Frazier, nine. Bob Cousy, ten. They always got to throw in an old-ass white dude. That Bob Cousy, boy, I'll tell you what. His, his dribble and skills, you never saw him do the, old, the, the palming thing like they do now. He was straight on top of that ball the whole time. See, Kyrie doesn't even make their list. Now, this is an older, older list here. Uh, but, I, I mean, think about that. Would you take Magic Johnson's skill set-wise? Now, think about this. Hear me out. 
Kyrie's got the best skills of ever. Yeah, but Magic Johnson could shoot. He could run the floor. He could pass. He could post up. I mean, dude could play one through five as a point guard. He was a point forward. So his skill set to me, better. See, and the guys like John Stockton, ah, ah. Stockton was a great distributor of the basketball, and Carl Malone was the perfect complement to John Stockton. But, but a guy like Chris Paul, um, a guy like uh, what was else on the list? I didn't watch any Oscar Robertson, so I couldn't even tell you how good or bad he was. But everybody loves the dude. He's always top two or three. Steph Curry, skill wise, defensively, he's a liability. So I wouldn't say Steph Curry. Are we including James Harden as a point guard? Uh, Isaiah Thomas, five. I don't know what his shooting percentage was. He averaged 19 a game as a point guard. Spurty good. And Chris Paul. And I mean, I mean, Kyrie should be in the mix. Kyrie should be, you know, close to the list, I guess. If he's not on the list, he should be close. I'd take Kyrie over Bob Cousy. I'll tell you that much. Especially in today's game. Obvs. They got Walt Frazier on the list. Yeah, I don't know. Steve Nash doesn't impress me. I'd take Kyrie over Steve Nash. Nash averaged 14 a game, three rebounds, eight assists, shot 42% from three, which is pretty good. But they also didn't shoot a lot back then, a lot more volume now. So, yeah, and it's all subjective, right? Like, you guys might think Kyrie Irving's the greatest, most skilled, most uh, delicious point guard in the... Delicious. And that would be fine. That would be your opinion. I just don't think that. But Chauncey Billups loves him. I'll tell you that much. Uh, Mike Tomlin, apparently, when the Steelers clinched a playoff berth because, you know, the Chargers are morons. When the Steelers were out here clinching playoff berths, Mike Tomlin was, oh, he's asleep. Fell asleep watching the game. Don't we all, though? I'll be honest with you. Little uh, confession time. I fell asleep last night watching the college football game. When I went to bed, Bama was winning. I was like, yep. Know how this is going to end. That Bama defense is going to Bama down. Instead of bear down, they're going to Bama down. They're going to Bama down. Bro, I woke up. My cat woke me up at like 1045, and there was like seven seconds left in the game. And I was like, the fuck? What did I miss? And then I was like, I ain't going back and watching it. I know the outcome now. I know what I saw. So, yeah, uh, I get it, Mike. I get it. We all sleepy. We all need our memes. Uh, last thing on the headlines, the Detroit Pistons have acquired Bowl Bowl. Seven foot two. Now, see, there's the most skilled point guard in them. Just kidding. Bowl Bowl from the Nugs. Bowl was getting no, no playing time. Uh, he was stuck on the bench in Denver. And good for him? I don't know. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you. If Bull Bull is worth it or not. I know he was a name coming out that people recognize because of his dad, Minute Bull, but I the 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 headline, I try to read the articles for the headlines that I post, so I'm at least aware of what they're talking about. And they were like, Bull Bull showed flashes of some offensive uh skills. Okay. Maybe maybe put on a couple hundred pounds, Bull, if that is your real name. What if we named all of our kids like that? How's it going? My name is Laminac Laminac. I'd like to introduce you to uh, 
Let's let me get some names out of the chat. Uh, house, house, <laughs> hearse, hearse, <laughs> hearse, hearse, hearse. Oh my god, that was that was a day, wasn't it? The ending was great. Yeah, I didn't see it. Uh, GG, that'd be Mark's last name. GG. Speaking of names, saw a hockey player in the Eastern Bloc League named Ivan, Ivan, Ivan. Oi, oi, oi. C, 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 C. Yeah. See? 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 Okay. Uh, Donna said, and you were just one win away from catching me in the Bowl Mania heartthrob. Oh, yeah. We got, uh, we're going to discuss that tonight on Sports Right. I got the results. I already sent it over to the boys. We're going to. And sing the praises of Miss Donna whooping everybody's ass in the sports riot bowl bonanza. But that's not this show. We have to discuss our Super Bowl. Fuck. Did it, did it not download? Oh. <sighs> Give me a second, chat. You know, you try to keep a show going. You got no, you're just a one man band living the dream, doing this. I didn't make this goddamn slide not to use this goddamn slide. So I am going, bitch. I am going to take the time to download this, some bitch, because we got to talk fantasy football. And normally I would be like, ah, fuck it. But. This is sponsored by Dan Seafood and Wings, first and foremost. Second and foremost. I don't think that's how foremost works. Oh, motherfucker. Seconded. Secondly, uh, you guys should be proud of your victories. Now, I don't have, I asked Jen, and I'll have to get a final point total because it's like last year with Walt, the overall winner. I want to make sure we have an overall winner this year that we recognize. So I don't have that yet, but I will get it. I will get it. Uh, but I do what I do have. What I do have are the three winners. Wait a second. I don't think this is right. We had four leagues. I only have three names. Okay, we're doing fantasy tomorrow. I just realized it's all fucked up. We're doing fantasy tomorrow. <laughs> I just realized it's all jacked up. Because I just realized I only have three names on the board. No, you're not the fourth CC. Because I don't think we have my league on there. Okay. We'll do it tomorrow. See, this is... <sighs> Hello, Sid. No, House, you're not You're not one of the names, okay? You're not You're not one of the names at all. At, at all. Not at all. Um, all right, close all that. Get all that out of here. We got the racist guy out of the way. So let's talk a little bit about the game last night. Um, I wanted to say, I wanted to say that the game was boring to begin with, but it actually wasn't. And I think sometimes, you know, they were even talking about that uh, LSU Bama national championship that ended nine, six. That was a boring fucking game. That was an awful game, but it was nine, six going into the half. And I really wasn't, I really wasn't displeased with the game. I thought that it was just two good defensive football teams. There's plenty of big plays, plenty of just neither team really able to do much in the red zone. And uh, I thought I felt like 
I felt like, let's see, what's going on here? Uh, what the hell is, what is happening? Uh, I felt like that somebody was going to take the lid off of it in the second half. I didn't know for sure. I thought it would have been Bama, but then they lost uh, that kid, that that uh, their, their receiver. Uh, what's his name? Williams. They lost Williams, and that was a big blow. And I was reading where Bama said that the game plan was stop Williams and don't let Young beat you. And without Williams, you know, they're able to focus a little more on that. Lots of pressure on both quarterbacks, too, by the way. Both defensive fronts doing a great job putting pressure. Both defensive fronts doing a, a pretty decent job uh, stopping the run, especially Georgia. 28 yards rushing, and I told you guys yesterday, I felt like if Bama could run the ball, they'd be in good shape. 28 yards rushing. Now, granted, they had 369 yards passing. But if you only rush for, well, they had what? Robinson had 68 yards, but Young had a couple of sacks, so. Still, that's just not going to get it done. Um, but I don't think Georgia's offense really was electric. I mean, both of these defenses were were pretty damn good. What's up, Mike? You see? I don't think so, Walt. I think it, it it good defense isn't boring. Because like I said, there was big plays being made, right? Uh, but they nobody was nobody was able they would get down to the red zone, but nobody was able to put it in because again. So you'd get the excitement of the drive, big plays, big pass plays, a couple of runs. What was uh, what was the longest run of the game? That 67-yarder. You had a 19-yarder. That was Georgia and a 16-yarder for Bama. So you had a couple of big runs. I mean, you had the fumble early that got called back right away. So there was excitement, but nobody was able to, to once they got down to the red zone, nobody was able to score. It was all field goals. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. What's boring is three and out, three and out, three and out. Oh, we got a first down punt. That's boring football because you do have good defenses. This was kind of a bend but don't break game in the first half for both defenses, and I'm good with that. Second half, again, I fell asleep towards the end so i don't know what i missed uh i'll tell you what though it, i mean just looking at the box score rushing wise you you, you knew bama if they could, couldn't get it done was going to be in trouble um bryce young with two interceptions obviously one of them not being costly from that standpoint but just that sealing the deal and being a game winner it was big yeah the kickers were shining incarnate uh, Bennett played okay, nothing flashy, but you know, 140 yards rushing on the ground, but he had 224 yards passing and two touchdowns. So nine, six at half and the final score is 33 to 18. CC said, why receivers making one or two great catches and dropping 8,457 others? Uh, Matt said, if you really like football, you enjoyed the first half of your, if you're a casual fan, you only like the second half. I would agree with that. That's why I said my instinct was to say, well, this sucks. When we get to halftime, I'm like, I told Nora, I was like, Hey, I'm going to come, come watch the second half in bed. Huge mistake. Cause as soon as my head hit that pillow, gone. normally I'll stay in the living room and work and try to get some, but nope. But I'll tell you that as I was laying there, evaluating my thoughts of the first half, as I to do so I can come on this show and talk about it. I was like, you know what? My instinct would be to come on here and say, what a boring first half. Nobody scored. This wasn't true, but you're right. 
If you're a cash, maybe you think that. Amos said, Amos, uh, best, Bama's best receiver was out, then they lose their second best receiver. It was all downhill from there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when you saw Williams limp off, it was like, uh-oh. That's certainly not good. Um, Joe Pro said, well, too often bad offense gets mistaken for good defense. Last night was a heavyweight fight. I would agree with that, too. A lot of times you'll see two bad offenses playing. Being like, well, this is just two defenses. Yeah. Holy shit, is this true? Is this true, Tony? Twitter says, okay, so it's not true. What Twitter? Yeah, CC, time of possession. Let me see. I didn't even look at that. What was time of possession for these two teams? Let's uh, yeah, let's just pull up the box score. Let's look at it together. Let's look at the numbers together, kiddos. Let's take a gander, shall we? Let me pull up the Googles. Let me pull up the Googles. Zoom out! Is the mic okay, by the way? I'm I'm trying to watch my levels here. Uh good for Rick Smith. Yeah, it's funny. Once you everybody couldn't wait to get rid of Rick Smith in Houston, and then when he was gone and you had Bill O'Brien running around like a weirdo doing dumb shit, you were like, God, I wish Rick Smith would come back. Maybe he wasn't the problem. Um <laughs> TD Poopy said. Bama caught that biliovirus. Oh, I got video. Don't worry. So here's your box scores. This is what it looked like. Uh, again, Bennett with 17 to 26, 224 yards, two touchdowns, 71 QBR. Young with an 82 QBR, one interception or one touchdown, two interceptions, 369 yards passing. Uh, Georgia rushed for 140 yards. Bama rushed for 30, but then there was the big, you know, couple sacks which they take away rushing yards from you when they do that. Receiving yards. One touchdown, 369 yards receiving for Bama, uh, 224 and two for Georgia. Uh, but let's look at some of the team stats because that's what CC was talking about. Time of possession. Actually, Bama had the ball more. 31-31 versus Georgia's 28-29. But I guess when you get pick sixes and score that way, you're going to lose the time of possession battle. Pretty close, though. I mean, fairly even. Pretty evenly called game, seven and ten as far as penalties go. Turnovers was two to one. And uh there you go. I mean, nothing stands out when you look. I, I mean, I guess the rushing yard stands out. But, you know, that's that's probably the biggest outlier, and but some of that was the sack, but you gotta get more than you gotta get more than uh than the sixty eight yards that they got. Or whatever it was. Yeah, have to, have to. Oh, first half she meant. Yeah. Hal said, I was glad Alabama lost, not because I hate them, just like seeing Georgia finally cross that up. Yeah, that was the cool thing is, I think a lot of us felt that way, House. It was like, I, I wasn't rooting against UCC. I wasn't rooting against Bama. But it's kind of like if Tampa and Kansas City plays in the Super Bowl again. If we got to watch the Lakers and uh, Milwaukee, you know? It's like, okay. Okay, we okay. Can we just see some new people? Can we just see some new teams? Can we get some new champions? Can we can we get some fresh blood? It's bad enough we got to watch them play again. Can we just get a different outcome? And I think everybody. I was watching uh because I'm trying. I'm looking for like some ideas on different things I can do for the show. So I was watching a clip from the Pat McAfee show, and they were giving their predictions uh for the game last night, Bama Georgia, and uh. 
they were all pretty much like, yeah, we know how this goes. Everybody underestimates Bama. Bet your house. Bet the farm. Bama's a dog. Put your money on there because Nick Saban and Bama's going to get it done. And they even made the point at some point in the game, probably late, there's going to be a significant injury. And then uh, Saban's just going to have some young kid that no one's ever heard of come out there, win the game, and he's going to be a star. And in four years, he'll be a number one draft pick. But nobody had heard of him until tonight. And I was like, wow, that's really is how the shit goes. I mean, really. <laughs> Justin says, speak for yourself. I hate Bama. I hate Bama and didn't care who won as long as Bama lost. And then CC said, I just reported you, Justin. Rest in peace. <laughs> that's outstanding. Eric Resendez, what's up, Playboy? Eric said, uh, what I didn't get is everyone always says Alabama has five-star players that could start in any team in college, and when one or two players go out, they don't have wide receivers. Uh, I mean, I'd have to go look. They had, I mean, well, let's let's look at it right here. Dude, you had 35 catches spread among one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight receivers. I mean, it's, I mean, obviously you had a couple, uh, you had a couple running backs in the mix there. Uh, when you look at distance wise, or or you know, this wasn't like it wasn't like you had three yard catches, ten yard catches, dump downs. You had, you had guys getting after it. Listen, the the difference to me isn't the five star recruits. Georgia is that good on defense. That's the difference. It's not that Bama didn't have talent. It's that Georgia is that good. They're just better. They were just better. Bama musters 18 points. Nine in the first half, nine in the second half. They were just better tonight. Or last night. It's crazy. Um, let's see, I'm trying to get some of this. Why is the chat so big? Well, I guess I can close this window because... I'm getting both Twitch and uh, yeah, that was weird. Uh, and Georgia's like Tennessee was forever. This is their year and fell apart. Glad they got it. That is true. That is a oh boy, That's a good comparison. Uh, Mark said, wasn't their white receiver, their leading receiver in the regular season or am I crazy? I don't know. I don't know. Both teams. Uh, they have six first round players. Okay. Hal said, CC, he did seem more relaxed, less driven. Uh, CC, this Bill, is that the Bill O'Brien effect? Yeah. All right. Let's talk about Bill O'Brien for a second. So I've got a bunch of videos for you guys from, from, the, uh, from, from last night. So first one I have is, is Bill O'Brien. And this is Bill O'Brien after Bama doesn't convert on third down. Check this out. Loses his feet. Bill O'Brien thought he had the matchup that he wanted with Bill Inslee, who's a very talented. What do you what do you think he's saying? What do you think he's saying right here? What do you think? What is? I'm gonna mute this. I'm gonna mute this uh, audio. What is? What is Bill O'Brien saying here? Let's see. Let's see if I can. I can figure out what he's saying here. I. Let's see. I am the greatest deckhead in the history of the world. Yes, world, Craig. Yeah. That's probably what he's saying. I can't believe they let me trade DeAndre Hopkins for nothing. Fucking nothing. Like, this dude is literally losing his shit in the press box. 
because they couldn't convert on third down. Why? Why? This is so good seeing him so angry. Why do you have to? Uh, Charles said Twitch is fun even if if I have to watch in 160p. Why the fuck are you watching in 160p, player? What in the wide world of sports is going on, player? Oh, look at us. We're starting to get some numbers up over here. We got 15 viewers on Twitch. We got 37 on the tubes. Okay. That's good. That's good. Some of you aren't there. Uh, Yeah, I dig it. This is... uh. I'm glad Bama lost. Yep, you're fucked. <laughs> Cisco said he said, "Let me, let me call Brock." Here, here you go. He's like, "Somebody get me Brock Osweiler on the phone now!" Shit. Oh, Clarence is just over here talking shits because CC's not a mod over here. I get it. Okay, <laughs> that's what he's saying. <laughs> uh, oh my god these guys suck you suck too we all suck too god damn it shit um <laughs> cc clarence is talking shit on you cc over there so that was bill o'brien losing this shit now this was really cool this was a post-game press conference and nick saban has a moment. And again, if you don't like Nick Saban, I think you'll really like this video. If you do like Nick Saban, I think you'll really like this video. Check this out. Oh, that's the wrong goddamn one. No, thank you, kid. Here we go. Check this out. Bryce and Will, thanks for your time. We'll let you head back to your locker room. I'd like to say something. Can I say something? Absolutely. Now, it's funny when you watch this, when you see, hold up, I'd like to say something. Can I say something? I think a lot of people, when they first are like, oh, shit, he's about to go off, right? That's what you think. You know, these two guys that are sitting up here, they're not defined by one game. These guys played great for us all year. They're great competitors. They were great leaders on this team, uh, and they, they contributed tremendously to the success of this team, and we would not be here without them. All right, and both of them take responsibility for the loss, um, but both of them contributed in a lot of ways, in a positive way, to giving us a chance to win and a chance to be here to have an opportunity to win. So I just want to thank them for that and let everybody know how proud I am of these two guys. Thank you, Coach. Thank you very much. That's pretty impressive. Let's, let's be honest. Uh, Nick Saban didn't have to do that. Nick Saban didn't have to take the time to do that, but he did that. Also, it's a genius move. It is a genius move. I don't know if Nick Saban hired Tom Brady's PR people or if I don't know what's happening, but Bill Belichick is being nice at press conferences and to the media. Nick Saban is complimenting people and smiling at halftime interviews. But Saban didn't have to do that, but he did. And I thought it was an outstanding gesture on his part. What I loved about it, though, is if you watch at the end, look at look at the end I when they thank them for that. And it's let like everybody know how proud I am of these two guys. Thank you, coach. They say, thank you, coach. And then they stand up and they're like, don't thank you very much. Barely touch him. They're like, appreciate you, coach. But he's like, don't touch me. But look at the arm fold at the end. Like, he's just like, sons of bitches. Get out of here. Thank um, you very much. But he's obviously he's grumpy. He's not happy. 
Nick Saban's a genius, okay? Let me tell you why that was so genius, not just from a PR perspective, from a recruiting perspective. Also, uh, in this post-game press conference, he said how excited and happy he was. Well, not excited, but how happy he was for Kirby Smart for getting the job done. And then what he did was another genius thing is he goes, yeah, you know, he was a great assistant for our program. He did wonderful things, and he was a big part of the success we had. Let me tell you, that is so smart because what you're doing is you're basically saying, yeah, Kirby Smart won a national title. Good for him. But he got his pedigree at Alabama. He cut his teeth at Alabama. And so basically what Saban is saying in those moments when he does those post-game press conferences is, we made Kirby Smart. The, the student has become the teacher, but never forget, it's because of me. It's because of this program. That's what Saban, whether you believe that or not, but that's going to be the mantra and the message that Saban hits the recruiting trail with. I guarantee you. I mean, along with the track record, it's not like he needs it, but he's savvy and he may not say it, but other coaches that hit that trail are going to be like, yeah, oh yeah, you're out. You want to go to Georgia? Well, guess where they learned all that from Nick Saban, from our program. Come over here because they just got it done. We've been getting it done. And then they show videos like that where they're like, look, Nick Saban's not a bad dude. He loves his players. He's going to stand in front of the entire nation and have your back. You're not going to get that anywhere else. You come to Bama. Wait a minute. What man can get it? Who can get it? CeCe, what did Amos say? Old guys are noticing that only crusty men, uh, that old crusty mean guy thing don't work on these kids. And then CC said, first of all, that man can get it. Nick Saban? Oh, my God. I could see Nick Saban in bed. He'd be the grumpiest fuck ever. Like, literally. He'd be like. Why do you got to ride so hard? I mean, come on. What are we doing out here? Just has a headset on. He throws it. Ugh, Cece, you got you got low standards if you think Nick Saban is pretty. Ugh. <laughs> Saban can sleep sideways on a full and not have his feet hang off. Is he that short? Is he a small dude? That might explain some of the grumpiness and the anger. Yeah, he's all like, put your hips into it. He's having him do Oklahoma drills, butt naked. Come on, woman, get down. Four-point stance. Bam, 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 bam. Walter CC's attracted to power. Ah, uh, good times. But I, I, my hats off to Nick Saban. I respect the fuck out of him for that. Um, you do hear about Nick Saban having his players back, and it's good. It's good that he does, and I, I appreciate that. Let's see what else do we got. Let's uh, got the headlines out of the way. Got Bill O'Brien and the oh, I didn't do the film session yet. We got Nick Saban out of the way. Let's talk a little. Uh, let's talk a little NFL. What do we got going on here? Actually, you know what? Let me do this first before we get to the NFL. Let me tell you guys about Dan's Seafood and Wings. Man, oh man, oh man, oh Dan's. If you love seafood, if you crave seafood, and not just seafood, uh, wings, crawfish, uh, Asian cuisine. Man, oh man, oh man, Dan's has it all, and it is all delicious. 
Give it a shot. Go to Dan Seafood and Wings. Uh, two locations for you here in Houston, Texas. One on the southwest side on South... One on the southwest side on South Gessner. One on the northeast side on Uvalde. That was weird. Just something shut off over there. Uh, check them out online. Eatadans.com is the website. At Eatadans on Instagram. You can see the menu. You can see the food. If you haven't tried it yet and you're a deckhead, I want to implore you. To go give this company a shot. and the, the people are great. The service is great. The food is made fresh. It's always delicious. Uh, if you are a fan of this show, you got you to gotta get out there. And I want to say thank you to Dan Seafood and Weeks for sponsoring our Fantasy Football League this year. Not only did they step up during the streamathon and offer up $50 gift cards to the deckheads. We got four of those that we gave out. But they also, they also... Gave out $100 per league, four leagues, $100 cash, and a $100 gift card to each winner of the four fantasy leagues, which we're going to go over tomorrow when I get all this shit fixed. So, yeah. Uh, Dan's is big time. Dan's loves the deckheads, and the deckheads love Dan. So, it, 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 Dan's, if you are in the, in the mood for seafood, wings, or even Asian cuisine, do yourself a solid. Put some Dan's in your mouth. Tony said, someone take me to Dan's. Tony, I'll take you to Dan's. We'll, uh, we'll do a meetup or something, Tony. I'll, I'll take you to Dan's for sure. How's that sound? Huh? Huh? How's that sound? You like that? All right. Uh, let's see. Are we, do we have any more racist bullshit going on? D-Mac like the show. What's up, D-Mac? Thanks for being here, man. Uh, who else? Keith Sager is over there. Oh, we got uh, quite a few on the Podbean app now. Got four or five listening or did listen. Okay, so we talked a little Bama recap. We got that done. We got uh, the videos done. I can gray that out. I got to do this because this is just part of it, I guess. They would probably, AJ, if this was radio, AJ would come in my, uh, come in the studio after I brought this topic up and be like, that's fucking stupid. Don't fucking talk about this fucking shut up, butt much. Here's your way too early football top 25 rankings for 2022. What a dumbass idea. I know, but we're going to do it anyways. And you'll see why in just a second. So how do they rank next year? Well, Bama number one, of course. 13-2 13 and 2 in 2021, 7 and 1 in the SEC, runner up in the college football national championship game. Bryce Young returns. Of course they're gonna lose players, but of course they're gonna replace replace them. So Bama, early, 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 the way too early. Top 25, number one. Ohio State number two. So there you go, Jen. Your Buckeyes, number two in all the land. Georgia gets no respect. Number three. Georgia Bulldogs just win, just, just win a national title. Although if this was boxing, really, wouldn't people be like, oh, I can't wait for the trilogy because you guys split during the regular, you know, you guys split the matchups. Bama won the first fight. Georgia won the second fight. Got to be a trilogy, but we're not going to get that. Uh, but Georgia number three on the way too early preseason top 25. Oh, what? Let's go. Let's go. 
suck it. Everybody suck it. Yep, the Maggies. What y'all know about the Maggies? <laughs> Boy, the fall from grace is going to be swift. Oh my God. It was bad enough last year. They went into the, the season ranked five or six. Oh my God. They're four. They think they're as good as Georgia and Ohio State and Bama. Come on, fam. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm excited to see stuff like this, but this just means that the letdown is going to be epic for Ag fan. And I'm one of them. So, um, yeah. I mean, I'm kind of glad. I think Calzada transferred. He entered the transfer portal and left, which, fine, good. I didn't like him as a QB. Or was he, is he done? Oh, let's see. Yeah, is he done? I don't even know. Doesn't even matter. <laughs> Jumbo said, hey, man, Aggie's looking good. So, so good. They'll probably finish 12 instead of 14. Shut up, Joe Pro. See, Potch said if Hayes King stays healthy, maybe. I wasn't a big fan of King either. I didn't like Calzada, but I didn't like what I saw from King. What's up, Orlando? I didn't like what I saw from King either. So, you know, but in this article, they talked about the fact that uh, you got a couple of big names coming in. You got Max Johnson transferring in from LSU. Plus, you've got uh, Wiegman, the number one pocket passer in the ESPN's top 300, is uh, going to be competing for the job next year. So, Jimbo has listened. Say what you want about my Aggies. By the way, Michigan was five. Say what you want about my Aggies, but Jimbo has been recruiting his ass off. When you consider all the, the injuries that they had last year, they still beat Bama, and that was big for them. But, you know, that's second place's first loser kind of shit. So that's what it was, CC. He went to Auburn. Yeah. And then LSU's quarterback was going to A&M. That's what it was. You know he got paid to put A&M number four. Who? This writer? No. No. Who wrote this? This was written by Mark Schlabach. Uh, let's see. As a result, these rankings will be updated several times throughout the season. So is this just his? Oh, maybe it is. I thought it was going to be more like an AP poll type shit. Aggie in 2020, eight and four like every year. Oh, okay. Looks like A&M boosters are way ahead of the curve on NILs. Well, they got money. They got money. It is a, it is a rich and powerful institution. <laughs> oh, kiss my ass, Sean. They're not going eight and four. Probably eight and nine. Okay. They're probably going eight and four. Uh, now let's talk a little NFL. So this dude, speaking of rankings, this dude, Liam McKeon from the big lead, went out and ranked all the coaching jobs in the NFL that are available. So I want to get your input on this chat. I want to see what you think about this chat. Here they are, right as of right now, OBS. There's going to be more opening up, hopefully, when David Culley gets let go. <laughs> A gal can dream, can't she? So uh, these are the six head coaching jobs that are available. And Liam McKeon said this is the order in which they are ranked. 
Number six is the Dolphins gig. Number five, the Denver Broncos gig. Number four, Minnesota Vikings. Number three, the Jags. Number two, the Raiders. Number one, the Bears. Well, let me just tell you, uh, Liam. I almost called him Philip for some reason. Let me just tell you something, Liam, if that is your real name. I'm going to put my face on the screen uh, while we discuss this. I hope you guys don't mind looking at my ugly face while we talk. But Uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. What just happened there? Oh, man, I just screwed this all up, didn't I? What happened? I just put the shit down in the shit, and there we go. There we go. There we go. Head coaching jobs. There we go. Oops. Okay. So, I think it's to me, to me, it's obvious first and foremost that the Jags is the worst job on this list. Nobody wants that job. Look at Trevor Lawrence, the lack of talent. Shad Khan is, seems like kind of a moron as of late. He's a super nice guy. But that whole, that whole franchise is a lot like the Texans. It's just in disarray. So, I would have Jacksonville 6. I would have the Bears 5. And... The guy's point uh, in this article was, ah, but Justin Fields, Mikey, be- uh, come on. Stop it. It's the Bears. The Bears are the Aggies of the NFL. They're going to get you excited, and then they're going to they're gonna break your heart. See, that's the difference. Like, the Jags don't get you excited. The Jags are just ass. They're not, but the Bears, they make you think, like, oh, man, we might actually make some. Nope. Nope. So I would go Jacksonville 6, Chicago 5. I would put I would put the Dolphins at 4 because Tua. But there's still some talent over there and, you know, Brian Flores proved if you're a good coach, you can do I mean to do one what, 7 games in a row in the NFL. So I'm going Jags six, Bears five, Dolphins four. I'm going to go Vikings three. And you might think, wow, you know, they've got a ton of talent over there. Yeah, Kirk Cousins is your quarterback. What what are you going to do with that? No one believes in Kirk Cousins. Hey, but you got, uh, you know, Dalvin Cook is down. Great. What'd that get him? I'm going to have the Raiders... um, Excuse me, the Broncos at two. And here's why. Remember now, they were just a quarterback away from a Super Bowl was what we were all told. And they do have a ton of talent over there. Ton of talent. And this is exactly, I agree with you, Total Dallas. That's my point. That's why I have Denver two. Because all you really need is if you happen to let, now with Brian Flores leaving, maybe Denver picks him up. And now the Broncos go out and get Deshaun Watson. And now they're legit. Now they're scary. And that's a that's a real possibility. Now, if they do some dumb shit and go out and get like a Cam Newton, well, you get what you deserve. But I feel like, and a lot of people tell you, Broncos are a quarterback away defensively. Oof. Even with, with trading Von Miller. 
Got a running game. Got some talent uh, receiver-wise. So I like that as number two. And then I think that the number one job right now was the Raiders. They've got talent. They're in the playoffs. I don't know why that's a vacancy. Barracuda should have the job. That's not his name. Biachi. What's his name? Biachi. Okay. Bonicelli. Forget how to pronounce it. Uh, what is the chat saying? Tell the Dallas I put Denver first. Did Fangio get fired? Yes. Uh, yeah, that was fast. Uh, if you know how to coach up a QB, then the Dolphins would be a good job because I think Tua has some talent. He could be. No, stop, Matt. Tua's and talent are not words that you should be using in the same sentence. Brian Flores is a genius for getting stuff done out there. Genius. Uh, the Bears were last good when games were in black and white. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Joe Pro said that would be the Texans' luck, right? Nubian goes to Denver. Who? Nubian goes to Denver, gets a ring. Watson goes to Denver, gets a ring. Oh, Kubiak. Right? That would be hilarious. And that would serve him right. Look, no one's denying the greatness of Deshaun Watson. I think he's one of the best quarterbacks in football when he's on the field and playing and not, you know, doing weird shit. So I don't think anybody's denying that. But he wanted to go to at least, he was willing to go to two of these teams. And when you look, I mean, Jacksonville's kind of stuck. You've, You've put your eggs in the Trevor Lawrence basket at least for the next three years. You got his rookie year under. You're going to give him two to three more years. The Bears, maybe they think they got something with Justin Fields. Some people think he's a player. I'll defer to guys like Mark G that are Bears fans. You tell me, player, are you happy? Is Justin Fields going to win you a Super Bowl? And again, I want to remind you, if the answer to the question is so-and-so going to win you a Super Bowl, if the answer is not yes, then you should be asking for changes. For example, if I'm a Broncos fan, and ask you the question, is Deshaun Watson going to win you a Super Bowl? I think Broncos fans right now, even without a head coach, could say, yeah, we think so. Bring it on. And then you just give up whatever picks you need to give up. Do it. I mean, if you're Denver, I'm going after Brian Flores. I'm going after Deshaun Watson and let's go win a Super Bowl. You know, if you're Miami, can you win a Super Bowl with Tua? I don't give a shit if you go out and dig up fucking Bill Walsh or what's the giant? Bill Parcells or Vince Lombardi. Some of those guys probably aren't dead. But I don't think you're winning anything with you're not winning a Super Bowl with Tua. You're not winning a Super Bowl with Fields in Chicago. Sean said, eh, Fields is meh. Chicago's in QB purgatory. Yeah, well, the Browns really feel sorry for you. (laughs) I mean, if you're Minnesota, are you winning a Super Bowl with Kirk Cousins? Don't think so. The jury's still out in Jacksonville. I don't know about Derek Carr. Derek Carr doesn't strike me as a Super Bowl talent level quarterback, but he's a guy that I watch play and think 
he won't cost you a Super Bowl if everyone else around him is great. Right? Like, he's an Alex Smith-ish kind of guy. He's not going to hurt you. Deshaun Watson can go out and win you a Super Bowl. Right? Tom Brady wins Super Bowls. Aaron Rodgers wins Super Bowls. Deshaun Watson could do that. Fields isn't doing that, and I don't think Fields just stays out of the way and, and they win a Super Bowl. Derek Carr, on the other hand, strikes me as that kind of guy. I just don't think the Raiders have enough talent to make that happen. The Raiders aren't deep enough. They don't have enough to say, well, as long as Derek Carr is not hurting us, we can win a Super Bowl. But those are the questions you have to ask yourself. That's literally all this is about at the end of the day. So if you want, uh, in the chat, list me your six. In order, one through six, how would you have this? Is this guy right? Am I a crazy person? I'd be interested to see what you guys think. Just type them out. You can just put Bears, Raiders, whatever you think. Yeah, and Joe Bro, I was thinking about that when I was when I was making the point. Broke neck Peyton Manning won a Super Bowl. Throwing ducks, fluttering quails. Mark said Fields has all the physical tools. Damn it, I hate this timeout bullshit. Fields has all the physical talent in the world, just like Trubisky, execution and the team is the factor. Yeah, it's the Bears. Uh Walt said Watson, it's so hard to work when you say things like teams know they can win a Super Bowl with Watson. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry you don't think see Deshaun Watson's talent for what it is. Deshaun Watson is a Super Bowl caliber winning quarterback. Walt, that's just a that's just an opinionated fact. I just made up things now. Just making up things. Tony said if Cully gets canned, I'd put Texas one. Mills is the best young QB in the NFL. Oh my Wow. I gotta fix the way the 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 I don't like that way that look. I mean I like the little triangle stuff, but I gotta fix the picture. It doesn't look right there. I gotta center it or something. Uh so Mark G says Hold on. Mark G has Raiders, Vikings, Broncos, Dolphins, Jags, Bears. Okay. That's not a terrible order. Although I just don't think the Raiders are I mean, they're probably your best option right now, but yeah. If you're a coach, where else would you want to go on this list? Hmm. Total Dallas said Denver first, Minnesota last. Uh, Clarence has Dolphins, Vikings, Broncos, Bears, Jags, Raiders, one through six. Really, Dolphins is the best job, huh? Dolphins, then Vikings, then Broncos. Interesting. You have the Raiders dead ass last. Really? The only team in the playoffs. Playoffs? And you have them dead last as a coaching destination. Okay. Just went toe-to-toe with the vaunted Los Angeles Chargers. That's a bold move. Um, what is this? Sean, I see what you're saying. Uh, I'll rephrase. Can we go ahead and say stop drafting Bama QBs in the first round? Oh. Yeah. It's not a bad idea. All right, we'll post your six. Um, I'm getting them all in there so I don't have to be bouncing back and forth. 
All right, let's do some more. Uh, let's talk some more. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk specifically about the Denver, um, the Denver Broncos and who they're looking for, because they uh, they're obviously coaching search. Their coaching search is underway. And uh, hold on, I gotta get my slide ready here because shit is acting up on me. Of course, like it always be doing. These bitches be tripping. And by bitches, I mean slides. All right, let's talk with Denver Broncos for a second because PB Dub said I think Carolina should be up there, but they don't have a coaching vacancy, do they? Um, let's talk specifically about the Denver coaching search because, guys, their list is a mile freaking long. So this guy made a uh, this is. Daniel Valenti reported on the score about all the people that the Denver Broncos have requested um, access to for interviews. And I'm going to read this to you. First, they start off by requesting an interview with Kansas City Chiefs offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy. That's according to Ian Rappaport. They're also looking at Dallas Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn. They're also interested in Dallas offensive coordinator Kellen Moore. Also, they want to speak to the Patriots linebacker coach, Gerard Mayo. Packers off. That wasn't a far, by the way. That's my knuckle on the chair. Uh, they want to talk to the, uh, I mentioned Gerard Mayo. Packers offensive coordinator, Nathaniel Hackett. That's according to Adam Schefter. The Eagles also received a request because the Broncos want to meet with their defensive coordinator, Jonathan Gannon. Rams offensive coordinator, Kevin O'Connell's on the list. Lions defensive coordinator Aaron Glenn is another candidate for the Broncos. That's according to Pelissero. Uh, that's a lot. That's a lot, lot. So you got what? One, two, three, um, four, five. Six, seven, like nine, nine names already. No Bill O'Brien on that list. What? And I imagine that some of these names that are that are being let go, like a Brian Flores, is probably going to land on a few lists. And by the way, to uh, to discuss, hold on, what the hell? To talk about what we talked a little bit about yesterday with Brian Flores and why he was let go, I saw a follow-up discussion about it, and it, it was definitely a power struggle going on within the organization. So it really had nothing to do with him as a head coach, as a football coach. But I think he wanted more power and more say-so and more control of the Miami Dolphins. And whoever the GM, I forget his name, was unwilling to relinquish that. So there was this power struggle, and that ultimately led to him being let go. Which is amazing. You win seven in a row, sweep the Patriots in the regular season, and get fired. That's life, though. That's life. Also, the Dolphins gave a vote of confidence. Oh, Dolphins owner, forget his name, but gave a vote of confidence to uh, to Asango Vailoa as their quarterback moving forward. Okay. Okay. Uh, who aren't they inviting? <laughs> exactly, Cisco. Fidel said, I got an invite, but it went to my spam folder. <laughs> Come on, that's good shit. That is funny, Fidel. Good stuff, buddy. Uh, Clarence had an interesting point. Clarence said, if the Vikings or the Dolphins get DW4, they're a playoff team. 
Watch out. Walt's going to disagree. Walt is a, uh, Walt doesn't, Walt hates quarterbacks. Okay. Walt hates quarterbacks and he's got a great theory and it's, it probably holds up statistically, but teams that spend a lot of money on their quarterbacks don't win Super Bowls. Although, I mean, there is the Aaron Rodgers of the world and the, the, the Patrick Mahomes I mean, but for the most part, he's kind of, the, 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 the numbers bear out to a certain degree. Barry, is there an application for the Broncos at coaching job so we can apply, uh, help you apply again? Oh, yeah, we should look online for that, huh? I saw that thing y'all posted on the Discord about some island is looking for a bartender to be king. I'm down. Get to drink and talk shit to people as king. Yes, please. All right, what else we got here? So there's your coaches. Close that. Denver. Uh, little Rockets news before we get into this film session. Little Rockets news for very sportsy today. Very sportsy. Um, Cisco said, hey, Barry, the tilling and fertilizing of your face looks like it's working. No, I mean, I still have a big hole there. Like it's it's not it's not filling in the serum that I got to till today. As a matter, I got to I got to aerate it today, as a matter of fact. But I don't know if it's working because I'm going to have these. I still have holes like I still have. Oh, wait. Oh, no, it's this side. I still have this hole here and this, and this. So, all right, let's talk a little basketball for you. I got some Rockets news. Rockets are screwed, man. They're up against a wall. Up against a John Wall. Okay, I hate me too. Uh, Sham Sharania of The Athletic reported Monday, there are NBA front offices that have expressed interest in John Wall, but only as a free agent. They do not want that contract. They, it's not team-friendly, obviously. Um, so they're they're not looking for to bring him in under his current $171 million contract, which also has a player option on it for next season. So they're not doing that. Um <clears throat> I gotta love Houston sports, right? Stuck with John Wall, and the only reason you got out from under, um, you got out from under Chris Paul's contract with Russell Westbrook. You got out of Russell Westbrook's contract with John Wall. At some point, you got to pay the piper, so to speak. At some point, you're just gonna have to eat it. To quote the late great uh, Weird Al Yankovic, I don't think he's died. <clears throat> There's not much they can do. I was, John Wall doesn't want to buy out. Like he's, this is just a mess for a team in the midst of a rebuild. You got to feel like if you're Tillman Fertitta, you're just kind of wasting money, but they don't want him out there eating up valuable time for these young guys. He wants to play. They don't want him to get hurt. Maybe somebody will trade for him. At this point, I ask you Rockets fans. At this point, knowing you ain't getting shit for John Wall. Would you just take a second round pick? Uh, I mean, I I don't know. Would you Ben Simmons something shit? I don't know. I don't know. Nobody wants him though. Because remember, that's the bullshit thing about the NBA is you gotta you gotta make the money match. The money's gotta work. You can't just be like, hey, we're gonna send you John Wall. You send us Bowl Bowl. That don't work. You can't do that. 
So whatever you give up, or I'm sorry, whatever you're getting back for John Wall is going to be a lot of money that you got to take on. It might be an expiring contract, but it's still going to be a lot of money, and teams aren't going to want to invest. If John Wall was you know, 10 years younger in the prime of his career back when he was killing it with Bradley Beal, maybe. But he ain't that dude no more. He's a he's a complimentary piece and a backup right now. And then once he proves that he's he's back, then he could probably get a starting job again. But I think I think John Wall's kind of in in limbo in his career right now, not just because of his financial situation, but the injuries. I don't I mean he showed well last year. He showed well, but again, had some injuries, didn't play his old didn't play up to his contract, put it that way. And that's gonna be a hindrance. Um, Tony said, I'd take the hot dog with Fruit Loops for a wall. Okay. Well, uh, Aaron and Patrick weren't making big money when they won Super Bowls, but I digress. I had to go back to see what y'all were talking smack about. <laughs> um, why do Houston sports teams, uh, get so upside down on contracts? Shoot for the moon, baby. If you miss, you'll be among the stars and in contract hell. I'll tell you why, Cisco. The reason is because their general managers are idiots. You always got to pay the piper at some point. And that's the thing that guys like A.J. Hinch and the Astros know. This is why the Carlos Correas of the world and the George Springers don't get the big deals. And the fans bitch and moan, how come you didn't pay Springer? He's the heart and soul. He's the heartbeat. Yeah, you're right. You're totally right. You got to pay Correa. He's the heartbeat. Look, now this is where Walt's theory comes in. You got to pay these guys. You're right. But there's a consequence to that. Especially in basketball. And when you pay big money and the guy ends up being a bust or not living up to expectations and potential and contract, you're stuck. The Texans had issues. The, the the Rockets have had issues. The Astros are the ones that have managed, for the most part, to handle themselves financially. And the thing was with the Rockets is is Daryl Morey was a wizard. He was he was he was able to continue to move. The, it was almost like three card money the entire time he was here, right? Like you knew he was fleecing folks. You knew. He was just moving money around. Look at me. I'm bringing these guys. I'm moving these assets. I'm flipping. I'm doing. I'm doing. I'm doing. I'm doing. Then he leaves and everybody's like, oh, shit. We are stuck with this money. Because the NBA has it to where you can't just get rid of money. You just can't do it. Uh, Flip said, but there's no near stars around the moon. Okay. Now. Flip. I'll tolerate a lot of things in this chat. But outlandishly dumb statements about space, time, and the moon, I will not allow. Bro, what do you mean there's no near stars around the moon? The sun. And before you get all cockamamie with your theory that, oh, it takes so long to get to the sun. It's fucking space. Okay. Hashtag ask me anything about anything. Barry on science, Barry on space. 
the sun in relative terms, it, relative to, now I sound like Bill O'Brien, relative to how big the universe is, the sun is a very close star to the moon. Flip, you get your shit together, man. Come on. Also, when you look up, you just see them all and they're right there. So it's, you know, it's the eye thing. Very on astronomy. Yeah. Uh, Astro seemed a lot good players up early if they're signed a cheaper deal. Yeah, that was that was Luno's thing, right? I mean, that's how they got Alex Bregman. That's how they tricked him into, I mean, convinced him to sign a good deal, a, fan, a, a, a team-friendly deal. Which is also interesting because, you know, they didn't negotiate with Carlos Correa before the season started. They didn't negotiate in season because Correa said he wouldn't. And you got to wonder, would Luno have locked him up sooner? Don't know. Also, guys like Carlos Correa strike me as guys that are like, no, I'll, I'll make I'll make 500000 a year and I'll bet on myself because I'm going to be a star. Baby, I'm a star. Oh, yeah. oh, no, oh that's not, that's not OEO, yo. That's Jungle Love. What's happening on Podbean? Hill, Bridget, Salmon, Patrick Mahu entered all all entered the live studio and all left. Damn you for leaving, kids. Well, they don't hang around long in the pod bean. They show up and they're like out. Don't give a shit. D Mac liked the show. D Mac about us and uh uh shout out us over here on the pod bean. My bad, D. My bad, man. Yeah, I don't look at it enough. I need to be better at it, D. You're right. I need to put it over here. Oh, shit. That got weird. See, like, I'm on Twitch, YouTube, and Podbean all at the same time. Now, I can funnel the Twitch chat and the YouTube chat together. No problemo. It's the Podbean chat that I'm not getting. And they just don't have the... But I, it, they don't even have a where I can pop it out. See, that's the other thing. Like, I could pop out Twitch chat and put it somewhere where I can see it. Can't do that with Podbean. They need that feature. They need that function. And I ain't got enough places to move shit around. I guess I could put it on this screen, but now I can't see my volume. So, and then it goes away when I click on the window. This is all a pain in the ass. Son of a bitch. I guess I could come up with a way to move these windows around again. I don't know. All right. So there's your, your Rockets update. Uh, speaking of basketball, I wanted to show you guys literally. Oh, here we go. Hashtag Barry on science. Okay. I like where this is headed. Is Pluto a planet? Yes. Yes, it is. Pluto is 100% a planet. You want to know why? Because when I was a kid, they made it a planet. You don't just get to not make things planets anymore. You don't just get to, let's say, say it, oh, uh, Rhode Island's not a state. Sorry, Rhode Island. You're no longer a state anymore. Yeah. Once a state, always a state. Once a planet, always a planet. Amos said buried to grass Tyson. That's right. With better hair, though. Better hair. Is Correa with Boris? If so, there's no way he was getting an early deal. I don't think he's with Boris. I think he may have signed later with Boris. But very nice. I like. Very nice. I like. The Rays lock up guys early to avoid the arbitrate to avoid the situation. Yeah. The Rays do it, though, uh, for a different reason. The Rays do it because they don't have money. The Rays do it because they're playing 
Oakland A's money ball type shit. The Astros don't. They, and the Astros have money. Don't listen. For a long time, Drayton McClain tried to tell us that the Astros were a small market team. They're not a small market team. They don't have budgets to compete with the likes of the Yankees, but they can spend money and bring in stars and obviously get themselves to, to the World Series. So I think payroll-wise, they're like top five or, I mean, top ten-ish. So they're not a small market team. You might have said Barry is, is still no Carl Sagan. Bitch, 100% I'm Carl Sagan. 100%. Hey, who entered the chat? Naomi, what's up, Naomi? Welcome to Barry on Deck on Podbean. I'm live on YouTube. Bye, Naomi. Fuck you, too. Naomi just bounced in and said, fuck this weirdo. He sounds like a dumb whore and left. Uh, Joe Bro said, dang, I always get thrown off when we don't take a break. I should have started packing up tools 30 minutes ago. Yeah, my bad, playboy. Barry Hawkins. That's so fucked up. This is my wheelchair. And it's kind of fucked up. I just sit in a chair all day and talk to a microphone. Wouldn't it be great if I just ran this whole show with my eyes like him? Just be crazy. Naomi ain't about that life, Frederick Teller. Naomi can't hang. You suck, Naomi. She's not here. She's gone. Truck driver Pookie entered the live studio. What up, TDP? Got some action over there on the pod bean boss. I'm, I'm liking the numbers. We got we're do, we're doing decent here. Fourteen on or twelve on Twitch. Damn, we just lost some more on Twitch. Hey, don't forget to like and subscribe. By the way, don't forget to like and subscribe. Over on Twitch, it's follow. I gotta make a goddamn follow button, I guess. Uh, follow on YouTube or on Twitch. Subscribe on YouTube. Suck it on Podbean. I don't know what you do over there. I don't know. How do you, what do you, is there a follow on Podbean? How do you get it? I guess you just install the app and you can listen live. You're listening live, folks. All right, it's 340. I got a, uh, I want to show you this block. This is the greatest block in the history of the NBA. Name a better one. I'll wait. Look at that. Avery oh. Bradley with the deflection. Give me that, youngster. Come on. You got to be shitting me. Bro. He jumped out of the gym. He grabbed that bitch out of midair. He snatched that hoe out of midair. Are you shitting me? He two-handed caught it like it was a touchdown pass. Are you fucking kidding me? And not only that, but he had to play trailer. He had to time it right. What? Yo, John Morant's just... Ups are just ridiculous. Avery look, look at this right here. Look at that. He threw that up, trying to draw the foul, trying to just get a little something, something in there. Nope. Boop. And that wasn't even the peak when I stopped it. I can't even uh, see. That's the only thing I liked about Ecamm Live is I could control the the. Look at that. Give me that, son. It's not goaltending, you idiot. <laughs> What's up, Eric Resendez, Jared Taylor? We flicked the bean and hit the heart. Let's go. That's funny, TDP. This isn't goaltending, big dumb dummy. That is not goaltending. 
because he caught it. He He's the one that hit it off the backboard. The ball was still going up. He takes it, bam, off the backboard. And then he gets his own rebound. Are you kidding me? That's the most amazing thing. He gets his own rebound. Unbelievable. Yeah, it wasn't on the way down. Watch. I wish I could do slow-mo. But just watch. Going up. Boom. That is a clean block. That is a hundred, hundred, zoom out, hundred percent clean block. Amazing block. Loved it. TDP said, I got you reading my chat on two different apps. Let's go. Yeah, I need to have like a rule. Only get, you know, we're only getting red chats in one chat. Uh, Amos says, you don't remember the Sean Kemp one-handed grab out of the air block. Oh, I do faintly remember that. Let's see. Sean Kemp one-handed block. Let's see. Sean Kemp blocks. Oh, that's a bunch. Magic Johnson versus Sean Kemp, 10 blocks. No, I just want the one. I just want the one, daddy. Let me see. I bet if I pull this up. Okay, that was lame. Yeah. You know what? Y'all just want to watch Sean Kemp blocks together? Huh? You want to do that? Huh? I got him hollering. How you do that there? Let's see. Let's pull this up. We're just going to watch Sean Kemp blocks together. This is what we do, people. This is what we do. Zoom sideways. Here we go. This. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. What's happening, hot stuff? See if I can. Uh, this should be good enough. Okay. All right. This should be good enough. Let's see here. Uh-huh. Y'all can see the two buddy stats. All right. Here we go. First one sucked. Yeah. Yeah. Zight. Yeah. Zight. Is this the one handed block? Who's it against, Amos? Do you remember? Oh, get that out of here. Clyde, that was Drexler. See ya. That's still not as good as Ja grabbing it out of midair, just snatching it like a body, like the body snatcher he is. Nope, nope, not it. Nope. That ain't it. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, that was nice, but that wasn't it either. Chop, chop, going up the elevator. Okay, okay. I mean, you got Shaq stuff. That's good. Nope, that ain't it either. What is this? I'll take the pin is mightier for a thousand. What does that mean? Elijah Wan blocking Kevin Johnson was my all-time favorite. Oh, there's no doubt. It was legit. See? Ja hit his chin on the backboard. Is that true? There was another alley-oop where he had to uh, duck. Yeah, see? Oh, was that the one? Was that it? Oh, that was nasty. That was nasty. Two hands right there. 
Uh, oh, he got Jordan on that one. I still don't see it. Go. Yeah, wasn't there. It was in Seattle. Well, we just wasted our all of our zoom out. We just wasted our goddamn time looking for a block that didn't even exist on a highlight reel. Hey, Hansel Traven, you stupid ass. Maybe next time, make a better highlight reel, you big dumb dummy. Yeah, that that wasn't that wasn't that good. Those highlights kind of sucked. Nate Robinson blocking Yao will, will always be funny. Oh, that's a good one, John. That's a real good one. Uh, B. Hannon said no subs or bits yet. Yeah, I gotta hit. Uh, I gotta make uh affiliate. So I got. I don't know what. I, I don't know how many. I don't even know what the road to affiliate is. What is the? What's the thing? What's the thing? What's the thing called? Oh, here's my achievements. Build a community. Here we go. Path to partner. <laughs> We ain't making partner kids. Uh, we'll probably make affiliate pretty quick, though. You got to reach 50 followers. We're at 47. Hit the follow, you raggedy bitches. Stream for eight hours. Oh, that's easy, fam. Two a day. I'll knock that out in a week. Stream on seven different days. Okay. And then I need an average three viewers. Right now, we're averaging 12 over there. So, yeah, we'll get to 50. 50 subs stream every day on the week and average three viewers. Yep, that's it. So we're close. We're uh, we're close. This is here. I'll show you. I don't think this shows anything. For those of you that don't know about Twitch or what it's all about, I'll show you. Let's see here. Move that. Boom, boom. We'll do the. We'll do the. Um. We'll do the uh, film session tomorrow because I don't want to do it now. There's there's not enough time. I don't want to do it. Zoom out. Oh, wrong one. Yeah. So here's my path to affiliate. This is just to start collecting. Uh, where subscribe where you can subscribe. And uh, send super ch- or uh, bits. So I'm three followers away. Stream for eight hours. I've streamed for 1.6 hours. Stream on seven different days. That doesn't count. That was just yesterday's, the 1.6. Uh, and then stream. So this will be day two. And I'm averaging 11.47. So there you go. So, yeah. It's funny because, um, zoom out. The uh, if 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 all of the people that watched on YouTube, if all of you out there that watch this fine program on a daily basis were to go over to Twitch and we could somehow market this thing and grow it and add some people, I really think this has a much better chance of hitting affiliate over there because I think we could get too close to 75 with a little bit of growth. We average around 50, 40 to 50 a show. And there's the 75. B. Hannon said Twitch is so much better. Oh, we're going to get, we're going to do some dirty shit for hype trains. No, let's not say it like that. Don't, nobody's running a train on Barry. That sounds super. YouTube was so 2021. <laughs> oh my God, Becky. No, it's not like Bitcoin's Robert. What are you talking about? What is a bit? It's like a super chat, but you can do it in penny increments. So if you want to send 25 bits, fire away, fam. That's what makes it fun. You can just send 10 bits, send a little dimey dime over. 
but it's just fun. It's like, I don't know, there's emojis and all this shit and hype trains and everybody. It's just, it's a party on Twitch, man. YouTube is fucking lame. Like Twitch is an orgy. YouTube is a fucking book club. And not good books, not like romance novels like Marsha and Sydney read. Where they're like, oh, he took his his throbbing, veiny, helmeted man sword and stabbed her in her peach-like vulva or whatever they say in those weird books. I don't know. So Barry can double his money just going Twitch full-time? I don't know. I wouldn't say double. I would say this. And this is just me talking. Don't take this offensive. Don't be offended or anything. Robert said, I'm here for the orgy. Um, it's not as fun to give money on, like to do super chats for whatever reason. I just don't think it doesn't feel like a party. You guys don't want to fire off dollar super chats. And, but for some reason on Twitch, it's like, yeah, I'll send a hundred bits. Fuck it. It goes off and it does and it does its thing. And I don't know why I'm the same way. I'm the same fucking way. Just feels like you get the hype train going. And I don't know why. You tell me why. I don't know. I'm on this side. Uh, Barry acting like he hasn't read Fifty Shades all the way through. Bitch. I really haven't. I didn't even see the movie. Was Fifty Shades, was it like boner inducing movie? Are you like, oh man. If I could get to watch the, the wife to watch this. <laughs> this is like porn. Never watched Fifty Shades of Grey. Nor and I, we don't give a shit about that kind of movies. Look at Joe Pro. Buddy, that was not a request for a super chat, but I appreciate you. He said, it is easier and more casual to throw money at the funny man on Twitch. Well, I appreciate that. That was very kind of you. Unnecessary, but I appreciate you very much. You know that, Joe Pro. Yeah, for some reason, it just is. And I'll probably update this. Uh, the this This iteration of the super chat will go away when we're full-time on Twitch. And, you know, what is this? Me either, Barry. Oh, you never watched Fifty Shades? It's good. Fifty Shades is for Karens. Wow. I don't know about that. Fifty Shades was wild. You watched it, Donna? Did it get you a little... Ooh. Ooh. Mom... Oh, shit. Look at you guys. <laughs> now, look. Now we're making it a party. Let's go. Mark G, thank you for the super chat. Mark G sent a $5 super chat rip to the legend Bob Saget. So many people coming out. Uh, and yeah, we talked a little bit about it yesterday on the show. Uh, but yeah, Bob Saget was an absolute legend. Filthy, dirty comedian. Super squeaky clean on TV. And uh, the, the, the interesting thing is like everyone that knew and met Bob Saget said that he was absolutely amazing and a wonderful human being. I never had the pleasure. You guys, I love you. Alan, thank you for the $5 super chat, buddy. It was very kind of you. I saw where you said you'd leave Kathy to go be a bartender and, and king on an island, which I'm going to tell her. I'm going to tell her. I'm, yeah, I'm going to tell her. You're in trouble, buddy. Thank you for the super chat, though. Very much appreciated. I didn't mean to I didn't mean to hit that one. That's my bad. What? Whoops. Read that wrong. What would you read wrong? Hmm. Yell choo choo and pretend it's a hype train. Come on, ride that train and ride it. I'm um, see the only thing that concerns me about Twitch is like showing highlights and stuff. Probably get the VOD. I can't keep it up at least. 
I gotta get it Viagra. <laughs> I I don't know. I'll have to figure. I'll probably get some DMCA strikes on Twitch because YouTube is for all the problems I've had. They've been a little more lenient because I just won two copyright claims. Um, one was the NBA, and the other one I think was Major League Baseball because you can show. You're supposed to be able to show highlights as long as it's reaction videos, and that's why I always put myself on screen when I'm showing those videos, is so that I can talk with you guys, and it's a reaction video. It's not just. Like, I have one video that I posted just messing around with social media. It was the Kevin Porter game winner. I just posted it by itself on YouTube. And they were like, yeah, you don't get any money for this. And I was like, that's fine. Because I wasn't, It that's not my video. I was just posting the highlight. But when I'm reacting and talking and discussing like it's a highlight, like it's the news or whatever else, that's fair use, baby. Uh, Alan said, can I watch the replay now? Oh, can't watch the replay now. Yeah, you can. Sure you can. So Twitch Twitch keeps them up for 14 days. And as long as I don't have anything on there that might get me a copyright strike, I'll leave it up. However, if for some reason I need to take the show down or there was something that I don't want up, uh, I still plan on uploading them all to YouTube. So eventually when we transition over to Twitch full time, what's up, Christy? Good to see you, sweetie. Look at that beautiful smiling face. Love you, Christy. Christy touched my nipple, you guys. It was the highlight of my 2021. Uh, anyways, yes, you can still watch. I'll still be uploading them to YouTube every day. So kind of like I upload podcasts, I I have to extract the audio and I upload it to Podbean and then that, that distributes to Apple and all the other places. I'll still be doing that. I'll, I still, I every video, every show I do gets recorded. And I'll just take the thumbnail and upload it to YouTube. And so for those of you like Sylvia and Ruin and others that watch on YouTube afterwards, because I I feel like we get about 50 to 70 views after the fact on any given show. We're still around 200. The, the numbers are down this week and that's okay. Um, but I, I, you know, it takes into account who watches now and then all that, but it also doesn't take into account Twitch and podcasts and Podbean Live. And so all this doesn't get... So the numbers are going to look off on YouTube anyways, just because you guys have been a little bit more spread out as of late because of me while I try to figure this shit out. But yeah, there's still people that watch afterwards. Uh, So I did remember. Of course I did. I just got to touch the other one now. Let's go. Let's do it. What is this? Just me. What is that? Oh, did somebody ask about moderators? Oh, Tony said, who are the mods here so I can sidestep those landmines? Yeah, just don't be racist. Yeah. D is a mod. No, D D is not a mod. There's one mod right now. Ah, you son of a bitch. D's nuts. Wendy. See, you should have went with Wendy. Wendy's a mod. Oh, Wendy's? Yeah, Wendy's nuts in your mouth. Um, that wasn't bad though. CDP. That wasn't bad. Yeah. So Matt Boucher is a mod right now. I'll find some other folks to make mods over there. I'm sure a lot of the YouTube folks that go over will be mods. Um, but we'll see. We got mods all over the goddamn place. All right. It's 358. Time to go. <sighs> Sorry for the late start and the tech problems. Wouldn't be a show without me having tech problems. Sorry for the microphone issues no definitely not flip for mod 
Um, thank you guys for watching on YouTube. Thank you for watching on Twitch. Thank you for listening on Podbean. If you're listening later on a podcast on Apple Tunes, Apple iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Pandora, or whatever, thank you for listening. Thank you all for the super chats that you sent in. I appreciate that. Thank you to the moderators. Thank you to the, for you guys. Thank you to all you guys for supporting the show. Thank you, Mark. Um, oh, that's true, Depresio. Twitch takes none of the bits. 100 bits is a dollar. Yep. Hey, don't forget tonight. I almost forgot to remind you. Twitch.tv, speaking of Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Sports Riot Live. The, the boys is back. Me, Mike Liebeshock, John Wessling, Sports Riot. We've got a special guest that's going to be joining us. We're going to have some fun. We'll talk college and pro football, tons of basketball. Just kidding. They don't like it. Uh, but we're going to have a good time. Probably do some crazy shit. Make sure you tune into that. Uh, until then, or until tomorrow. Until then or until tomorrow, do me three favors. Be safe. Be kind. And most importantly, love each other. See you tomorrow. Daddy's making a YouTube video.